0: Star 102.5, Moore County, the Sandhills' best mix of music. Rich and Jenny, live and local. Rich Rushforth here. If you like a beach party, we've got one for you. It's King Curtis and the Beach Club Sundays from 2 to 7. And King Curtis will be here. He is a Beach Music Hall of Fame inductee. And we never miss a Beach Club episode. It is just a way to forget the week and what's going on stressfully in your life. And kick back and enjoy some good music. In the meantime, we're going to enjoy some good education, and we want to clear up some questions when it comes to COVID-19, the variants, what we're dealing with locally, and uh, and a few other things. And Dr. Arnotzi is on the phone with us, and Dr. Arnodsi's with the uh, First Health Infectious Disease Department and working closely with this for now a couple of years, I suppose. And you've seen a lot, Doc. Good morning. Thank you for checking in.
1: Hey, good to be here.
0: We hear so much when it comes to what we should be doing and what we shouldn't be doing and what is the safe thing to do. And it's hard to say, well, is it a law? Is it a mandate? Is it a guideline? Is it a recommendation? Comes from the health department of your county, the World Health Organization, the CDC, and then those shells in this shell game are all mixed around and changed all the time. So people have some natural confusion. Um, What is the current state of COVID Omicron and how is it impacting First Health along with our community, Doc?
1: Well, one of the hard things about COVID is the fact that it is constantly changing. And so I think you're right. A lot of people do hear a lot of mixed messages. They remember things that they were told a few months ago, which may or may not be current, and so it's hard to know. Right now, the Omicron variant, which is a variant of COVID that first emerged in South Africa uh, late in the fall of last year, is really going through our country and specifically our community. So it's causing a massive surge in a number of cases. So we're seeing lots and lots more cases than we did a month ago. We're seeing lots of people testing positive, more people in the hospital with COVID. And so this Omicron, which is a variant, is, is just more contagious than the the previous variants than Delta and the original COVID, and so it's causing a lot of, of havoc on our on our community and then our, on our healthcare system. One of the issues that we're running into is because there's been such a demand for testing, as lots of people are testing positive, lots of people are then also exposing other people. They're being exposed to COVID because so many people around them are testing positive, and there's a big demand for testing. But the First Health system is really becoming overwhelmed by the number of tests that are being done and being ordered. And so we wanted to talk about some of the ways that we can that we can really, you know, be strategic and, and think about who needs testing and, and how to be done.
0: When is the best time to get a test and who should be getting those tests?
1: So the people who do need to be getting tests are people who have symptoms. So if you have symptoms, if you have symptoms of COVID, like coughs, sore throat, headache, we do recommend people get tested, and especially people who are higher risk. So people who are higher risk for more severe disease, this is both people who are unvaccinated or people who are older or have comorbidities, those people should be tested. High risk in particular, because if we diagnose early, there are now new treatments that are available to offer to people to try to reduce the risk of ending up in the hospital. One of the strains that we've seen in our testing centers is lots of people who don't have any symptoms coming in to get tested. When we're in a period of surge, when we're having trouble with testing capacity, we don't recommend asymptomatic people being tested outside of high-risk exposures.
0: I guess when you have a spike, a surge, tests can be limited, and the length of time for them to be processed for a positive or negative result uh, can be affected as well. Let's see, 7th was two weeks ago from this Friday. And I guess it was Wednesday. I woke up, eh, sore throat, runny nose. And so I made sure to stay in my office. I had my mask on and did all that stuff. Thursday, it got a little bit um, worse. And then Friday, I woke up with a kind of, all I could do is a gravelly whisper. And I thought, okay, this is not just, you know, something that just comes and goes. I thought I should go get tested. So I go and they have a right next to the new cancer center that's being built, I went in and they have a a parking garage and I go in and they were so good about it, so friendly and moved it along very, very well in the cold. A handful of people and I go in, they just name, phone number, address, favorite color, you know, just a couple of questions and then I go to the next spot and the girl does the swab and then punches it in, but because there was such a surge... So that was Friday morning at 840. I didn't get my results until Tuesday night. It took a while. So yeah. you may not, I mean, it's hard to say, should I be part of the glut of people going in to get tested or not? How do you think about that?
1: So I think it really depends. I mean, I think if the other the other resource that we want to encourage people to use is those rapid home tests. So if someone has a rapid home test, rapid home tests are pretty reliable when it comes to positive testing. Mm-hmm. So if you have a rapid home test, you can you know do it at your house. And if it's positive, you can trust it. You can say, OK, you know, there's a whole lot of COVID right now. If you test positive by a rapid test at home, you don't need to come in to have that confirmed from a medical standpoint because you can just trust it. And so we are recommending that people utilize some of these other resources. The health department is about to start some testing as well. We recommend using the home to test, and again, if it's positive, you can go ahead and believe it. We also aren't recommending people get follow-up testing. So if someone tests positive for COVID, sometimes people will come in a week later and they say, well, I think I need to get tested again to see if I'm over it. We don't recommend that. We don't, we don't recommend getting that kind of that follow-up testing because especially the PCR tests, they can be positive for a long time. And that's not going to be as, uh, that predictive. And so we don't recommend people coming in for follow-up testing. And as much as possible, people utilizing it as home tests first and then believing the positive and not necessarily coming in to get the, the confirmation test.
0: And just to underscore again, if you get that positive result at a home test, don't go in for the test over at First Health or the health department or anywhere else, react accordingly as though it is positive, and because it likely is. Where do people get these at-home tests, Dr. Arnotzi?
1: So many local pharmacies sell these tests, but because of the surge, a lot of local pharmacies are out. Mm. Um, there is a program now where people can actually get the uh, home test delivered to their house. Started, I think, two days ago, where people can get them delivered to their house um, through a, a website from the government. I would also encourage people to utilize that resource as well.
0: And I guess we also think this is something where perhaps your approach or perspective may vary, or you're under the impression that it might, whether you're talking about treatment, tests, and vaccines for children, young adults, older adults. And then, you know, what a better word is for geriatric, you know, you get people 70, 80, and then the people with those underlying conditions that can make this parlay into something very, very serious. You've got a lot of different things to weigh and measure, I guess.
1: Yes. Yes, it's 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 still a complicated situation. There are some things though that are still true. So one of the, some of the things that Omicron has brought, one is the fact that people who had COVID already, people who had COVID either in 2020 or people who had it during the Delta wave last year, unfortunately are getting it again with Omicron. So we're seeing people who already had COVID getting it again with Omicron. The other thing is vaccinated people, people who were who got their vaccine and you know had a high level of protection with the previous variants are also susceptible to getting infection with Omicron. We are still seeing generally that the people who are vaccinated do still have some protection against the most severe forms. Yeah. But that that also is something where even people who are vaccinated, sometimes someone just, you know, we say they lose the COVID lottery and they're one of those unlucky people that, that can get the severe disease. Yeah. So we are encouraging people to do what they can to try to avoid getting COVID. You know, with these surges and with this massive number of COVID infections happening countrywide right now, some people are saying, oh, I might as well just go ahead and get it, we're all going to get it. I I would say no. I would say there are people who are going to come out of this and not have had COVID. And if you can be one of those people, it's better to be one of those people.
0: Definitely. I hope that I hope that resonates with everyone. Yeah, you want to be one of those people who does not get it. I've heard this question pop up from people that I just run into. And yeah, there's a lot of anecdotal stuff out there. There's some science out there, things that change. Is there a way to have yourself tested for the antibodies to see if you've already had it? If you have not been vaccinated,
1: there are, there are ways to get antibody testing. So there are two different types of antibody tests that are available. One is the antibody that measures the antibody to the vaccine. And the other is an antibody test that actually measures um, uh, to a part of the, uh, the antibodies that are created for virus itself. So if you're getting an antibody test, it's important to ask your provider which test it is. Because if you're testing to see if you responded to the vaccine, that's a different test than testing to see if you responded, if you actually had the infection. Uh-huh. Now, again, if, you get, if you've had the, the, the infection, you'll have both antibodies. But if you've only had the vaccine but never had the infection, um, there's a differentiation to know which antibody tests that they're checking.
0: And people, I guess, who get tested, they will not know if they tested. Let's say they tested positive. They won't know if they tested positive for Delta or the Omicron. Is that right. right,
1: and it it is, and there's still a lot of research going on to whether or not those tests are predictive of of protection. Because uh, it's nice to have antibodies, um, but is that truly going to be enough to protect you from getting reinfected? That's not something we we don't really know the the full answer to.
0: Okay, emergency room uh, practitioners, our GPs, our you know family doctors, and so forth. I know they're very busy, and when should you go to the ER? And when should you see your GP versus taking your at-home test?
1: So for mild symptoms in a, a person who's otherwise fairly healthy, a home test is fine, mm-hmm. um, and they don't necessarily need to go to our convenient cares or to, and definitely not our emergency room. Our emergency room really, we should try to, you know, prioritize that for true emergencies. Okay. So if you're having trouble breathing, go to the emergency room. Mm-hmm. If you have symptoms where you feel like, okay, this is really imp- impacting my life, and I think I need to go and see someone go and see a, um, the urgent care or the convenient cares, but for, for mild symptoms for, um, to know whether or not how, how strict you need to be with your isolation and whether or not you need to notify people about possible contagion, that I think a home test is, a, is the right use of that resource right there.
0: Good point. Dr. Arnotzi with First Health, we certainly do appreciate your periodic updates the things you've seen, been through, and uh, a good body of information that we can help to pass along and separate the rumor from the fact. And we want to do that. And we sure appreciate your visits.
1: Absolutely. All right. Take care.